Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This episode is called, Will You Be the Hundredth Monkey? Uh, with all the hiking and camping we've been doing this summer, I feel a bit insulated from the world, as well as being pretty blissed out. <laughs> it's been hanging out with the flowers and the rivers and lakes and the mountains and the wildlife. But through it all, I'm still certainly aware of, and I still feel the world's angst. And in those moments when I'm not so blissed out, I can sometimes get as worried and hopeless as many people are feeling right now with all the challenging things going on in the world. Now, historically, I'm generally quite adept at seeing the good in things, or at least the potential good in things, mostly because I know it's always there when I look deeply enough. And I prefer the feeling of focusing on solutions rather than on problems. In fact, historically, I tend to annoy some people with that habit of mine of focusing on the positive. And perhaps at least some of the good news here is that because of these challenges, more and more people are stuck with virtually nowhere to go to either find direction or to find a way to feel safe in the world. So as a result, more and more people are turning to the only place left, which is their own heart. More and more of us are recognizing that there's never been a more important time for all of us to be kinder, to care more about each other, and to have compassion if we want to get along with each other and start to dissolve the walls of division and separation that have become so thick and so dense. We would love for millions to join us on this path to the heart because then everyone would finally know the truth that everyone is just like me. For countless generations, we've attempted to relate to each other from the level of our heads. And that has bred a lot of conflict over strategies, opinions, and perspectives, and perceptions, etc., and even though the truest and most essential things about us are all basically the same, our heads will always be more concerned with the 1% that is different. Uh, on the other hand, when we connect from our hearts, walls come down, both within us and between us. And we can be kinder, we can be more caring and have more compassion because we would know that we all experience the same feelings and we all have essentially the same basic needs and desires. So thank you once again for being so dedicated to relating to yourself, to others, and to the world from your heart. Thank you for helping to pave the way for others to follow. I'm not sure of anyone could ever know what a difference that has made and what a difference that is making. And it all makes even more of a difference because we're doing it together. In the meantime, small groups, even groups in which the members don't necessarily even know each other, such as among listeners of Stew on This, small groups <coughs> excuse me, can hold the space and the vision and create pockets of love and peace and compassion. And we can hold that until we get to the hundredth monkey. If you're not aware of what that is, Ken Keyes wrote a book in 1984 called The Hundredth Monkey. And it was a hopeful parable for social change based on some research done in the 50s in Japan. When a monkey was observed washing the sand off her sweet potato before she ate it, 
And the behavior spread as other monkeys saw the new behavior and obviously liked their sweet potatoes better without sand. <laughs> and then it started getting passed on to offspring. But the amazing part was when a certain number of monkeys took on this behavior, when a critical mass was reached, then all of a sudden monkeys on completely separate islands in Japan were observed washing their sweet potatoes. It transcended space and time once it reached that critical mass. In other words, we don't necessarily need everybody on board, but it's important that you and I are on board so we can reach that critical mass. And sometimes when I'm faced with a hard choice, it becomes a lot easier when I think to myself, gosh, maybe I will be the hundredth monkey. Hmm. Social anthropologist Margaret Mead put it this way. She said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. That's a beautiful, hopeful thought. And it makes sense. The HeartMath Institute has shown that our individual heart fields, when we are in a state of love or compassion or gratitude, they have measured that electromagnetic field from what's called a coherent heart out to like 10 feet. I just wonder, and I don't think the research has been done, but how big a field is generated when two coherent hearts are together, or 200, or 2,000. So as potential 100th monkeys... It's our work to keep our own heart field as clear of walls and divisions as possible. And again, it helps me so much to do that, to not only know that you're doing the same thing, but also that together we're making even more of a difference. So folks, maybe in between podcasts... As we do our individual heart work, we can still connect heart to heart with each other and amplify the effect we're having on the world simply by bringing each other into our awareness. We can just think about each other. And then we can see all of us radiating love and peace from our hearts out to everyone and everything. We can imagine walls and divisions coming down both within us and between us. We can see our circle expand as folks join us in washing our sweet potatoes. And we can see a world of sanity and love and cooperation, a world that works for everyone as folks continue to come back home to their heart. Yeah. Stew on that. See you next week.